<laughs> I decided to look up the rubber band <laughs> on YouTube and I put you guys on mute so that you couldn't tell that I was just going to be gone for a while. And I watched this whole like dance tutorial. By the way, I'm on Ill- illegal drugs right now. <laughs> and then so I came back over to tell you that I wanted mixed race babies and I pushed stop recording instead of unmute. Oh, I thought you were getting when you were like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, I thought you were getting mad at me for asking if that was bad to want that <laughs> i did oh too <laughs> i was like you guys have crossed the line no i'm just I like, was like this is what did it <laughs> god damn it I'll no but is that, is that is so that a sorry. racist thing to want miracle from your standpoint i mean all my nieces and nephews are mixed so <laughs> i love them i think if everybody mixed babies nobody would care would about race done. anymore yeah right like, it'd be a um, good time there's this line on uh shameless where um the guy and the girl are mixed race couple and he says i want to have babies with you i want to have little tomorrow people Aww. and it's just like this whole whole <laughs> idea that like in tomorrow race doesn't matter because we're all mixed mm-hmm. we're all everything yeah. and so i just think well, that what is a dumb fucking thing to be upset about race, for Christ's sake. Exactly. Like, seriously? Like, <laughs> really? I will say that the, the military showed me, at least in the Air Force, like, everybody has biracial kids. Like, it's the mm. thing. And so it's so weird to, like, step outside of the military, which you know, I guess there's racism in the military, too. But it doesn't seem as prevalent as when you step out and you're like, oh, we're fighting for these people that fucking hate everybody. Like, why mm-hmm. is racism still a thing? Like, it's, especially when you're stationed overseas and all you have is, like, your people, that's all you have for America. And so you're like, oh, these are, like, you're, the camaraderie is insane over there. And then you're watching the news about America and you're like, I don't I don't want to go back. <laughs> Can we yeah. all just stay over here? Cause uh, it, were you here for, Jan- were you in D.C. for January 6th? Oh, yeah. I was told not to go into work that day because I work down in D.C. And so they're like, hey, just don't go to work today. And Ooh, I was watching so on TV. you knew that this was going to happen? Well, they just, because it was such a big riot, I guess they just wanted to keep people safe, which I didn't yeah. even, at the time, didn't even work like downtown D.C. Now I literally work across the street from the Capitol. Wow. So that's kind of weird. <laughs> I was like, let me get closer to it. But um... <laughs> Hopefully nothing will happen for a while. Yeah, but, like, it was insane to watch. I was like, what the hell is happening in our country? Like, it's, I'm like, this is what I looked at when I was in the Air Force, is other countries just, like, fucking their shit up and not understanding how democracy works and, like, Mm -hmm. just riots and shit everywhere. And now this is happening in my backyard. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what the fuck are we doing, guys? Like, that's, this is not how this works, but, you know. It's a new day. Well, there was like this whole movement on TikTok where. (laughs) Is it a new day? It's not a good one, but. (laughs) I'm I'm ready for some motherfucking consequences is what I'm ready for. Oh, yeah. There's this whole movement on TikTok where they would like women would be uploading videos of them crying, like getting in their car and like just like crying and like the words behind them were like, I know this is what I have to do. I might lose my whole family. I might, you know, be put in prison or I might die, but this is what I'm willing to do to fight for my country. See you Jan 6th at the Capitol. Like, so, and then that's like, it's just as like, tell me me you're in a cult without telling me you're in a cult. They really really did think that they were like fighting for what they wanted their country to be. And like, I mean, we did the same thing with Black Lives Matter. Like the people were silently protesting for so long. 
but it then was a they good cause. Yes, no, no, no. <laughs> it, that's what I'm saying. I'm message. saying like the the Republican Party or like the far right have a tendency to take what the far left are doing and flip it on its side and use it against like for bad. Like mm-hmm. we can't, I can't breathe was George Floyd. But yeah, then they and now it's it for the mask. masks. And yeah. it's like my body, my choice is for pro-choice, but now they're using it against anti-vax. And so like they have this like weird fucking twisty thing where they're just like, well, we're going to use your words back on you. And it's like, but use them for good. Yeah. Well, right. And it's like, Kate, if you don't, I'm not making anyone get the vaccine, but if I, if there's a baby in me, guess what? It's coming yeah. out. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to get like. I don't even know where to start because I have so many things I want to say about all of that. Yeah, <laughs> so start wherever you want and just go through it. <laughs> I'm going to start with, so I was, I went to the Black Lives Matter protest. Oh, this is the best story. So <laughs> I was friends with this girl out here. Uh, she's a hoe. I don't like her. And I don't mean hoe in a sexual way. I mean, no, she's just. You mean it the ritual way. She's a fucking She's hoe. just a bitch. <laughs> so like, she's white. I'm black, obviously. Although a lot of people seem to think that I'm biracial, I'm not. Both my parents are African American, mm-hmm. right? And uh, not that it matters. Again, again but... never thought that in my life. Like you seem like legit, like a, a black chick. Exactly, and I'm like, <laughs> w- like, where do you get uh, whatever? But we're in a club. <laughs> I'm just gonna give you a background on this girl. Mm-hmm. We go clubbing, and um, she says in there, "Ugh, why do we keep going to the places with all the black people?" To me. <laughs> I was like, like bitch, uh... I, I'm like, I know it's dark in here and all, but like, I'm still black. Like, I've been black since before we walked in here. So like, <laughs> what the fuck? And she says that to me and I was like, dude, what are you talking about? And then she proceeds to point out all the black people in the club. <laughs> I was like, bitch, I ain't got time for this. So we Were leave. Were you taking off your earrings at that point? <laughs> we, I was pissed. They actually, like, the rest of them didn't know why I was being so bitchy the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. And then I told them later when we got to work, and they're like, oh, we didn't know that happened. I was like, yeah, because, so we leave, and I, like you said, I'm chill. I'm trying to be chill. And I walk out. And uh, we're going to the next club. And I was like, dude, we need to go to um, we need to go to Baltimore. I was like, they have a pretty cool place there. There are so many black people there, though. And what bar were you going to go to? Were you going to go to the auto bar? Well, no, or... I, was, I was telling her about going to um, what's that place? It has like all the bars right there and it's right by the harbor. And they're like in a fenced area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I used to live yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know if you know this, but I, I, I never, I never knew that she lived in Baltimore and did okay, comedy out there. <laughs> oh, by the way, thank you for supporting me, my art endeavors. I don't, I feel you didn't make me pay, and I was like, I'm gonna pay you, but <laughs> no, 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 you seriously, I was thinking about this today. I'm pretty sure you're my biggest fan in my art career, <laughs> and you have, you've been from the beginning a ride or die. You've been so supportive, and it's been very instrumental in my self esteem. So I wanted to thank you for that. Oh, well, you're welcome. I dig your shit. So, <laughs> but like, I can't remember the name of that place. It has something to do like power, the power something. I don't know. Anyways, it's a place that has like, they have country clubs. They have like EDM, all, all sorts of music there. Right. And I was like, mm-hmm. so it's, it's best for everybody. There's like regular bars, Irish pubs and stuff. And it's all in this one little fenced in area. That's really cool. They yeah. have like a little, a scene. Yeah, and so I'm mentioning that to her, and she goes, oh, are there a lot of black people there? And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) What the fuck? And so, like, at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of over her. So that was 
a year prior. That, that was in 2019, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fast forward to 2020. Her and I don't really talk anymore, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and she, like, all the Black Lives Matter stuff is on and popping, right? It's June mm-hmm. and shit's going down. And she's all over Facebook trying to, like, bring me in as her, her uh, fucking token, token friend. I have black friends. friends. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm good, bro. Since when? Yeah. Like, she would tag me in it and be like, Miracle, will you talk to them? And I was like, bitch, no. Ooh, I so, think that's, like, so inappropriate. She's like, tokenizing. What? Exactly. Yeah. One of my this friends told me worse. that I needed to use my voice, and I said, I think it's a time for the white person to sit down. See, like... It- <laughs> This girl. What is your thought on that though? Because I was like, I don't know, no. how, I don't know how, to, I don't know how it feels to be black in America. All I can be is an ally. Exactly. And I'm, I'm not gonna talk over you. I'm not oh, no, going go to ahead. assert my white voice, my half white <laughs> voice. But I, I get, I get what you're saying, Bobby, because it is time for us to shut up. And so the point is to amplify black voices and mm-hmm. say, look what this person said, and just mm-hmm. shut up and well, make we, no yeah. comment or make no, you know, an- analysis on it, and just say, look at this, look at her, look at what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say we canceled someone tonight because I was like, miracles way better option she's had she's a black woman living in america she's been in the military like i want to hear what you have to say so mm-hmm. again we're going to shut up as we interrupted you uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well so she messages me because we were talking about the protests that were going on and she was like she tags me and somebody else and she's like oh you guys keep talking because i never know what side she was trying to be on like she she's ridiculous and mm-hmm. so because i sat down with her after that whole fiasco at the club i went to her house and we had a conversation about it and i told her how i felt and she was like you know i'm not racist miracle my other fr- my other black friends would know this and i was like whatever dude this is how i feel like, yeah. when well, you no, said this to like, me like, you can <laughs> tell me you're not racist but here i'm showing you wh- how you are racist the i'm like day. yeah your behavior <laughs> speaks otherwise and i am completely a show me person so mm-hmm. so she she puts on facebook like oh, you guys are all talk about this protest. Would you actually go to one? And I was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm like, I just have nobody to go with. So if you're down, I'm down. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And so I meet her at her house. And I swear to God, I was like, dude, is this where I die? Like, I go in <laughs> and she sits me down. And she, because she had just got a new house. So she shows me around. And she like, and... shows you like the Nazi flag that she has on her wall. <laughs> right? This is my and closet like... where I have a shrine to Hitler. <laughs> this is she's... where I can't hang my white cape. <laughs> Right. <laughs> she's she's like, should I wear this hood or no? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but she we're waiting for her friend and so she sits me down and has me watch this video and it's the two black twins. I can't remember they're like This thing the music for the first, white music for the first time. I love those two. No, it's um they're from the South. Ah oh, fuck. Oh, I used are to they, have them. Are they conservative and do they like They're conservative. It's, it's the video that all of your white friends keep sh- keep sharing to justify their racism yeah so i don't have friends like that yeah <laughs> i don't know what yeah. you're talking about so she God. i wish i could remember who they were um doesn't matter canceled yeah so <laughs> we don't want to know their names she has They're me idiots. sit down and watch this video and it's them talking about how they don't approve of uh, black lives matter and they think it's stupid again these are two like well, biracial. The, the Republicans bring out the, the token black too. Like exactly. Ben Carson was that. Oh know? yeah. 
And so, like, these two guys are sitting there, and they have, like, their own little podcast thing, whatever, and they're joking about it, Black Lives Matter, and they're, like, talking about the flag and all this other shit, just stomping on the whole concept of it, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, how does this make you feel? What do you think about this miracle? And, like, I was like, what the fuck are you showing me? Like, are you trying to, like, I felt like I was in Clockwork Orange. Yeah, like, I was like, am I just going to sit here, and you're going to open my eyes and make me watch this shit? Like, it was the weirdest thing. And her friend comes down, who's also Caucasian, and they're both from Minnesota or Missouri or some shit. So know. they've got it all figured out. No, she comes <laughs> down and she owns her. And I was like, how are you two friends? Because you are so much more sensible than this bitch. Like, can good, we be friends? Like, because I guess her boyfriend is, I think he was, uh, he's colored of some way, of some race, obviously. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she was like, this doesn't make sense. And she's just, own, like I'm sitting in between these two and they're just arguing back and forth and she's just like laying the blows on her and I was like I like you <laughs> I was like where have you been the whole time because clearly you understand this shit and your friend over here is a fucking psycho so we ended up going to the march or whatever and it was it was pretty cool I was glad to be there but I was just like after that I never fucking talked to her I took her off my Facebook and I was like who does that to somebody Good for you yeah, like no, you literally she like set you up. She was like, inter- like had you on interrogation. It's like, let me know what I'm getting into so I can prepare. Yeah, I was like, why the fuck <laughs> would you oh, show me the, this? Like, <laughs> the coolest thing is that your intuition told you that because you were like, is this where I'm gonna go to die? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this your is intuition it. was right. You you should have walked off that porch and just written her off. Like, yeah, seriously. Like- it was fucking Ooh. insane, but yeah, she's I, she's prior army, so that's fun. <laughs> I had a one. I had a white boomer woman tell me that she was tired of seeing all these black faces all over uh, Netflix and Hulu, <laughs> all these black inspired movies, and I was like, huh. So I wonder what this whole you know race of people feels like seeing only white faces. Oh yeah. Like, and she was like, well, <laughs> like yeah, representation <laughs> matters. Representation <laughs> sure. absolutely matters. Yep. You, I, mean, I mean, obviously, you did you feel did you feel how did you feel in the representation part department growing up? It was really weird. And um, I'm going to bring Hamilton into this because this was very yes. recent. I watched Hamilton the day it came out. Like I was like. Oh shit! It's the Fourth of July. We're watching it. I was ready, and I had Lisa no clue. Watches it like four times a week. <laughs> I had no clue what it was about. I just knew that it was a, a musical that everybody loved, and yeah. that was pretty much it. And that it was about Alexander Hamilton. So I was like, whatever, we'll watch it. And when they were like all black cast or like all, you know, multicultural yeah. cast. I was like, this is awesome. And then when they're like rapping, but I was nervous because I get nervous Mm -hmm. when shit like this, like when like my culture gets brought out into mainstream, I get nervous because I don't know how people are going to perceive it, you know? Yeah. Ooh, interesting. That is interesting. And so I was like, people love this and this is like literally they're rapping and I'm loving every minute of it. But like my husband's aunt, who's like this richy rich lady, love that place she's seen it multiple times at the kennedy center like bought tickets and saw it like all the time and i was like really like this is her jam i was so happy and like i know a lot of people had an issue with it because they're like oh well it's just you know they're just putting black faces on a white story blah blah blah. to me that shit changed me watching it in 2020 because i wasn't thinking of it as necessarily like alexander hamilton and his actual story i was thinking of it as like here are these yeah i was thinking like here's these immigrants that came over 
Yeah. And yeah. they they were young, young as shit, dude. And they were like, we're going to do this. Like, this is what we, we believe in. And we're going to fucking stand up and we're going to do it. And to see, like, the posters and stuff of lyrics from Hamilton when you're at the Black Lives Matter, that shit got to me. Like, I was, wow. I was so fucking pumped. And I was taking – I'm a political science major. And so I was like, all of this shit was just coming together. And I was like, I have to do something. Like, I – I have to do more with my life and just seeing it. I don't know. It was just really crazy to see all that represented and like the little, the little subtleties that they had that were like things that I know my dad and my mom would understand because of like black culture, mm-hmm. like just they, certain they, little things they like that. Incorporated the not just white culture. Yeah. And I loved yeah. every minute of it. And it was still mind boggling to me that this play was loved by every, like so many people. Widespread love. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so many movies that growing up, like, unless you came to my house and watched it because you're friends with the black girl, <laughs> mm-hmm. you probably don't know what the hell it is. And even a lot Wait, of the movies. Wait, tell, th- us, tell us a couple. No, I want to ask you, is Goofy Movie a black movie? I don't, oh, no, I know a lot of white people that love that. But the singer. I know what I mean. I know what you mean. But it's like it's celebrated as like a black Disney movie, right? Because the singer that plays. Yeah. Um, What's Power his line. name? Powerline. He, yeah, it, he's an actual artist that my yes. parents used to listen to that I have on my iPod because yes. I have who an iPod. Who was it? Who was yes. this artist? It's Tevin is, Campbell. Yes. Oh, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you would if you loved the Goofy movie. Well, I, don't really <laughs> love, I don't really love Disney. But um, I, Sister Act 2 was one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. Growing. Sister yes. Act 2 and Sister yes. Act were always on my TV. Or is as, that like a white person's black movie? Yeah. No, what is I that? mean, I, I wouldn't know because I grew up <laughs> in both ways. So. <laughs> Oh, no. You were in our town. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's a uh, good question. I, I don't know. I was, like, I, I, don't, I feel like that's the how the one way I did get different culture was through movies because, like, I love the Nutty Professor with Eddie Murphy. I love yeah. trading places with Eddie Murphy. Um, even though Dan Aykroyd does blackface in that, just uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking horrible. But like, I, I that bums me out. Like, I remember it being a culture shock for me getting out of the little you know cream colored world we were living in and being around you know different people like it like I went to culinary school and it wasn't just white kids and one black person it was like 20 black people (laughs) and like yeah 40 Mexicans and a few Native Americans and some white kids and it was like so much better but it was also a huge culture shock for me which is dumb too but that's interesting that you brought that up because I wanted to say before when we brought up culture shock is that um, I was called, I don't know if you know this, I went to, on a mission to Chicago. I was what? called to Chicago <laughs> and one hey, of my friend's moms, <laughs> really? I never mentioned it. One of my yeah. um, friend's mom was like, oh, you're going to Chicago. You're going to really have a culture shock. It's like going to be so weird. Um, I was like, okay, well, thanks for the heads up. And I went there and I will tell you, I never felt more relaxed and at home with people of different diversities because I felt like in, I came from California at like age six where I did have diversity until I went to Utah where then everybody was white and Mormon. And there was like, you know what I mean? And yeah. so when I went to Chicago, oh, it was like I found a life in me that felt so at home to when when I went back to Utah, I had panic attacks being in rooms filled with white people. 
I'm like the exact opposite. I know, right? So I will say that I was lucky enough that we were the most diverse group in all of school. Oh, <laughs> yes. You were, yeah. No, you had, like, your, your group was like, there was like two white people and that was, and everybody else I know, I was like, I'm half Mexican, can I be your friend? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, because Cassandra's half Mexican, half a Navajo, Nichelle's mm-hmm. Navajo. And then Did we they... have Stephanie is Filipino. And mm-hmm. Lisa's Mexican. Yep, which... <laughs> Lisa knows this because I've told her this before. It took me so long to realize that she was. <laughs> was like, She's a Wexican. Uh, <laughs> like me. Oh, my God. I came to Bobby's house and I was like, I'm Mexican. And she was like, what? I thought I knew all the half Mexicans in my school. And I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, we have been teasing her about how like how white she is our whole lives. Like we tease her about it all the time. We're like, we went to her. Mexico and she didn't tan. And I was like, what's going on, dude? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, like Oscar's darker and but Allie's light too but like mm-hmm. I don't know it's yeah it's so funny we tease her about it all the time I, I to this day I tease her about it I love it <laughs> it's it's a good time but, but um oh sorry go I was gonna say like yeah we we even sat down with uh Mrs. Julander because she's my friend's grandma and she was the school counselor she was doing a class up in Salt Lake and she recorded us and asked us about like the diversity and stuff like that and how it was to be so different at school and everything so that was kind of cool to talk about when we were in high school but when I leave and I go to places that are you know more ethnic I actually feel a lot more uncomfortable because I have been told my whole life that I'm the whitest black girl like I can go Mm -hmm. anywhere and that's what people say to me oh my gosh you're the whitest black girl or my brother's friend called the house and he was like dude is your sister white and he's like no (laughs) and like my (laughs) yeah my dad when he lived in Florida, I went to go see him, and he's like, oh, you talk so proper. And I was like, because mm. I go to the school that you pay for me to go to. Like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, so like, do you feel, like, a big disconnection from your, like, culture? Because you moved from a diverse place to Utah, was that a disadvantage then? It it does seem like that. Like, thankfully, my mom and, like, my brothers were a little bit older and stuff when, when they moved. So I still have some black culture in me, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to say it's a bad thing. Like, I'm super glad that I grew up where I did because I'm well-rounded and well-versed. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, when I go, like, I went to a funeral with my dad for his sister a couple years back. And I hadn't been to D.C. in 30 years when I went. Mm-hmm. And my forever husband, Chris, my current husband, Hi, Chris. <laughs> he's not here. He's a jerk. But... He's going to listen to it, damn it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he comes with me, tall white dude. They're dapping him up. I didn't even know what a dap was at the time. They're like <laughs> hugging him. Dude. It's like basically where you see them where they do like the high five thing or like the little five and then they bring it in for a hug. You know? Oh, okay. So yeah. Some, some, some Snoop Dogg shit? Yeah, some Snoop Dogg <laughs> No, like, it's just black culture fun. They're just <laughs> loving oh, him. Have you seen Have you seen that <laughs> meme of him and Bernie? Or like, it's, no, oh, it's not yeah. Snoop, it's Bernie, another black guy, but like, he, he shakes all the white people's hands and then he does that with the black guy. It's oh, oh yeah. Okay. Ever. It's so great. They have There's a key like, and no, pill. Bob, it's not a Snoop exclusive. No, it wasn't Snoop. It wasn't Snoop. But that's the way I think of, I love Snoop. They have a they have a key and pill sketch that's like that. That's it's right. So that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everybody was loving him and I'm like, you guys know that I'm the one related to you, right? Like <laughs> they were so like put off by me and I'm like, this is weird. Like I always feel Does so uncomfortable. You, I feel like I would that would offend me to think that 
so you have to be like a s- dumbed down be- to be black or exactly like, and it pisses Barack me Obama off was our president and yeah i think one of the most well-spoken presidents we've ever had exactly and like it just pisses me off because like i've gone to so many hairstylists and um they will say so much racist shit in there about white people and they don't realize that my husband's white because my husband doesn't go with me you know i'm a Mm grown-ass woman (laughs) and so and like they'll say stuff and then like um eventually we'll get to talk and they're like oh your husband blah 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 and i'll show them pictures i love to do this shit (laughs) me and me and chris do this shit all the time we will talk about like our spouses to everybody else and we won't say anything about race because why should we Right. And then like, they're like, oh, let me see a picture. And every time people are like, oh, they're different than I thought they'd be. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, bitch, you didn't think. How do you it mean? Just, it just expresses our racial <laughs> racial biases, which we all have. We all have racial biases. Well, we I all have that's... to work to like diminish them. But like we mm-hmm. all do. We're like, oh, I didn't. Uh, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But this is where the problem lies, right? Okay. So you're saying when you're around a bunch of black people, you guys are, I mean, I'm not saying you, but they're all racist against white people. And then a white woman told you that you were going to hate Chicago because it was filled with blacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember I had a similar experience when I was a kid. Cause my grandpa owns a trucking company and uh, a black guy's truck broke down. And he, my grandpa was very kind to him. He helped him the whole time. I sat and like shot the shit with the guy. Cause I was like, cool. Someone knew mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like he was from like Jersey or something. So like, I just sat and like asked him questions and this and this and that, you know, I'm curious that that's how I how I've always been. And I thought he was a very cool guy. My grandpa treated him very nicely. And the second he left the N word started flying. Are you serious? Yeah. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like I was like, uh, that was the most intelligent conversation I've had this summer, Grandpa, <laughs> living at your house. So, see, like, <laughs> my with family that word over there. My family wasn't raised to be like aggressively uh, racist. Like, my grandpa always like talked about how he was in the Watts area of California installing telephone wires, and he's just like always been nice to everybody, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But it's the microaggressions that are just, or like the or underlying like the racism jokes. that says, yeah. that says I don't see color when that's also racist. You know what I mean? Yeah. So tell us like how like oh I got ugh. stories for you. Just tell so us. <laughs> so. I have always had like extensions in my hair since I was in seventh grade, right? Mm -hmm. At one point I had like individual braids and then at another point I had slightly different individual braids. (laughs) Okay, so Um, were they like box braids or what? Um, One of them was like like box braids, just the individual thick ones Mm -hmm. um, when I was in middle school. And then eventually, like Bobby was saying, I changed my hair so it was like curly and yeah yeah, really curly and tight little braids and those were like latch hooked into my hair oh yeah and and, uh why do i remember this oh because i had them for forever because we were all curious about her hair be like ooh, yeah and honestly miracle i've just always loved you i've always thought you were just like the coolest chick on the planet so well thank you i'm glad somebody likes me (laughs) um people like you stop that (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah stop saying Um, that i asked my husband i was like I was like, do you think I'm interesting? And he's like, yeah, on paper. And I was like, what the okay. fuck does that mean? <laughs> okay, bye, Chris. <laughs> no, I love him. He's a good time. But um, so when I used to have my latch hook braids in, 
people would always say this is in middle school and stuff and they'd be like oh miracle's wearing shoelaces in her hair miracle glues those to her hair and they would say shit like that to me all the time i remember gary beckwith i'll say his fucking name i don't care (laughs) (laughs) we're coming for you (laughs) he would tell everybody oh miracle glues shoelaces in her hair you better watch out for your shoelaces she's gonna steal them and i was like the fuck guy and so i would sit there and i would play along i'd be like yeah give me those shoelaces and like i would just sit in class and they're like miracle's hair's not real and i would just burn the tips of my hair like with a lighter just I just didn't give a fuck because I was like, Mm -hmm. you guys are stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to come at me, use, like, logic. And then people would be like, how long does it take to do your hair? And I'd be like, oh, it takes, you know, it takes three to four hours. And they'd Mm -hmm. be like, and you do that every morning? And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I just never sleep, guys. That's just not not being able to be educated about how black hair works at all. I will say, I will say, as a girl with the whitest, blondest, straightest hair on the planet, I am so interested. And yeah. I, I know. It. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, and that's so fine. Interested. Like, I I have no problem with people being interested. And, like, I used to get mad when I watched TV and people would be like, oh, white people are always doing this to my hair and this, that, and the other. <clears throat> my brother used to charge girls money to touch his hair because he was like, <laughs> stop touching my hair. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Like, and I don't mind it, but it's the, when they come up to me, put their hands in my hair and mm-hmm. then say, can I touch your hair? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, your hands are touching me already. Like, don't touch somebody's person without asking them. Like, that's right. just common sense. And also, sense. like, have a relationship with them. And, and then maybe if it's a safe space, you know, I, I don't know. Because I feel bad about the one time that I was friends with this person. And I was like, can I touch your hair? Because I have textured hair, too. and mm-hmm. But I just, like, am I using that as an excuse to say, to, like, pet somebody? Because that's, like... <laughs> That is I mean, what it is, right? It's essentially petting somebody. Yeah, I mean, but I've done it to other people too. Like you just see somebody's hair and you're like, oh, I got to touch it. But you ask first before you just touch oh, them, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, especially because like hair is, uh, it's expensive. Like it's, yeah. it's like for like a, a black person, it's like way, it's part of your budget, right? Like Oh, yeah. My hair costs like $300 just to buy the hair and then to get it done costs another, it's a pretty penny. And Don't how tell regular, my how regularly do you have to get it done? Every like two to three months, so yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, because it grows out. Yeah, and that's because I like the the nice hair before mm-hmm. it didn't cost three hundred dollars because I was broke. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> but right. still, it was a lot of my budget. But like, it just it would bug me because if you're genuinely want to know, I'll answer questions. I have no problem with that. But if you're just coming up, I to don't like, even know what I want to know. I just want to know. Yeah, <laughs> I think and that's like, the problem. I think that's the problem. It's just like I. It's, and because like I've gone through stages of my life like where I just like I didn't I don't give a shit about my hair like at all and it's like it, it's like it, it's part of the upkeep like you have to care about your hair right like mm-hmm. you have yeah. to care oh man it's so it's crazy and like I like we lived and I tell my hairstylist this all the time because I they don't understand that I don't understand how to do my own hair because <laughs> I'm like you guys I grew up in Utah and I'm like we used to drive all the way up to Salt Lake to get my hair done. And that would take a couple, like, you know, three to four hours to get mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. And the ladies up there were so nice. And they'd be like, they, the one lady taught my mom how to braid my hair. Cause she was like, you do not need to keep coming up here oh, all the time just nice. to get your hair done. So I'm going to teach you how to do it. So, you know, whatever. And so my mom would braid mine and Liz's and everybody else's hair and you know, that wanted it done. Mm-hmm. and like Stephanie she's Filipino and stuff and they would she would come over when I'd get my hair done because you got to take it out and then I got a permit which is 
opposite of you know like a curly perm it straightens my hair yeah. oh. chemically like, straighten it yeah which is relaxing also yeah, yeah. and like all this and she would just she would just love the experience and she would laugh at me all the time because my mom would just be the typical black woman just like yanking my hair and telling me <laughs> to stop crying and I'm like it hurts <laughs> like it was yeah. so typical but like it, that's what we did all the time and I'm and that's fine I have no problem explaining that to people but people at school didn't want to know that they just wanted to make smart ass comments and so they got smart ass mm -hmm. answers back mm -hmm. and I was like whatever wasn't that like high school in a nutshell though like if it, if it oh, would have yeah. been that it would have been something else man oh yeah they'd always tell me to act black which in my in their defense I didn't realize at the time how racist that is to say mm -hmm. to somebody mm -hmm. and I would say it to my mom and she's like what do you mean act black everything you do is you acting black yeah, you're black and I was black. like you're thank you mom <laughs> sorry i brought it up like, like you're like i'm gonna crowd my room now mom <laughs> i know right like but I, think of, I can think of so many um culturally accepted but so inappropriate shit we did to just i don't know to everybody but like oh yeah especially yeah. people who were minorities in the community for sure <sighs> I, that... was, I was thinking about something i did that was so despicable lately do you want to hear it of it course. was right after 9 11 and I was friends with Blake Marrakesh forever. Oh, okay, yeah. I was always friends with him. And he sat during the pledge, and I was like, what are you doing? I was like, stand up, or we're going to send you back from where you came from. And it's like, where is that? Like, Washington's <laughs> county? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, it's like, and it's like, also, what, thinking of it with my adult brain, I'm thinking, yeah, he is part Afghani. Like, I'm sure people, like, he does have a struggle with it, an eternal struggle mm -hmm. with it. And the fact that he's just quietly sitting there. Mm -hmm. And I like, I remember I like poked him in the shoulder and I was like, stand up. Mm -hmm. And it was like such a bully. So American. <laughs> <laughs> we tend to do that. So Toby Keith of you. It was so, so American. So American. <laughs> so MAGA of me. And I think about that all the time still. And I was just like, thank God I'm not there anymore. But like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've all had those moments where we've been so ridiculous. And well, that's like, we're learning because we're in high school. So, like, I give people that opportunity. And I think that's what's always been my problem because now I have a lot more black friends since I've been in the military and stuff. And we used to go at it on Facebook about, like, race and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And because to me, I was always like, I was never hit with direct racism. Like, right. it was never, you know, people the only time I ever heard the N-word at school was when other, you know, preppy kids would see each other and walk up to each other and be like, what up, my nigga? And I was like, that's not cool. Yeah. And they, and it made me awkward because they would look at me. They'd be like, oh shit, miracles in the room. We forgot. And I'm or like, also if you they'd don't be like looking at you for permission as if like, yeah, like that's going to ever be acceptable. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, if you don't feel comfortable saying it around me, then maybe you shouldn't be saying it and wait until you leave Richfield and you go to Salt Lake or somewhere else where there's a lot of other black people that don't know you and you say that shit and see how that goes down. <laughs> like, I'm just saving you some trouble right now. Like, watch yourself. Because like, it just I don't it's not that like, I get offended by the word because my mom always taught me that that's somebody that's ignorant and that's not who you are. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. If they're saying that to you, then they're the prop the person that has the problem. Mm -hmm. And so it just was always awkward to me, though, because then all of a sudden I get the looks from everybody in the room like, oh, what is she going to do? And I'm like, just stop. Like, if you don't feel comfortable and you know you're doing something wrong, I shouldn't have to police you for that. Mm -hmm. Like, just be a right. good human being. Right. And so it was right. just annoying. Oh, God. Okay, I have two questions. I'm going to ask you the first one first because I want you to think about it. Um, how much of your life... Uh, your day-to-day -day life is impacted and even your culture with 
race or with slavery that's that's the first question the second question is do you feel there's a new wave of racism because my buddies i said this because he's a server and he served up in park city and he was like instead of the shitty you know not quite racist but racist remarks it's a how you doing how's it like extra checking in like Mm -hmm. uh white savior shit has there Mm -hmm. been a lot of that in your life um no because i don't really hang out with anybody (laughs) (laughs) um so i don't think slavery i'm always on the on like the fence on this because slavery was wicked bad like obviously and I get that people are pissed off about it and I get how other people are like, well, that wasn't us. That was our, you know, forefathers, whatever. I get both sides of that. But the shit is, is that like racism, whether it was slavery or not, was still happening. Literally, like I had to tell my friend the other day why Virginia is the state of Virginia is for lovers is because of the loving um, act that happened. And I was like, if it wasn't for that, that happened in what, like 1956 or something like that. Right. Which was well within like, people are still alive yeah my yeah Yeah, my dad lived in virginia at the time he was born he was a kid and Mm -hmm. i'm like if that hadn't passed i would not be married to my husband right now like it would be against the law which by the way i used that in student congress to defend gay marriage back in the day good for you you (laughs) but because who why wouldn't i use gay marriage in uh richville high school for student debate the only time i ever talked whatever mr benjamin's class steve we love you we miss you uh Steven, uh, Mr. Benjamin's class was a fun, safe place. You could use anything you wanted to yeah. <laughs> to get your point across. <laughs> the shit that they argued for me against that, I was like, are you losing your mind right now? Like, Was what it me? The fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know who it was. And he was like, was he like we well, allow- the descendants of Cain. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> he God. Was- <laughs> he was like, he was like, if we allow this to happen, then everybody will want to be gay and we'll just get rid of all the human race. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, so are you You're saying like, you want to be gay? Like if it was allowed gay to be now? gay? Like actually, is he? Oh my God. we don't know. Like there was a lot of rumors that he type got it. Oh, to... Wait, I know who it is. I know who it is. Okay, someone type it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh yes! yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if he's not gay, then I am. Okay? Kendra, you were right on that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a minute. There's some underlying. You guys, okay, guys, they both wrote it at the same exact time. That's so hilarious. Yeah, no, he better be gay. Yeah, for real. If he's not gay, everything I believe is a lie. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Jordan was gay though, so I guess that's my bad. But he clearly, this this boy clearly is gay. But he's probably married and stuff. He oh, he probably has a beard and everything. Yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. I won't mention what happened because that will give him away. (laughs) Oh man. Um, my thing with slavery. I mean, I don't know. Do you watch uh? How do you he feel writes about the, the blackish shit. Oh yeah. Uh, I he... I don't like a lot of like black comedy or a lot of black movies because they focus too much on race and it bugs me. Mm-hmm. It's like um, gesturing, like like yeah. The gesture. I think, this, the, I think the way that this was done, it was done very well because like the first three episodes are is what it's about racism, and he's mm-hmm. just a, like he's an angry black guy that's like oh <laughs> he's like this rich black guy who has like eight kids and he's always just going off about racism (laughs) and it's hilarious, but it's also like poignant. It's like, like it makes you think because you're laughing the whole entire time. But then you're like, wait a second. Like how like black people like to get dressed up because Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, and it's like all this, all this like stuff that like 
you don't think about as a white person. Yeah. Like where it comes from, that comes from our, our slave past and what we used to do to kind of make ourselves happy because hello, we're, we're slaves. Um, well, <laughs> just give us they, a little bit. They dress you, then, I mean, didn't they, didn't they dress them up to, um, to like be like presentable at like auctions too? Yeah. And like, it's just, I don't know. So like, it's a whole thing inside of black culture too, of like, this whole, I'm sure you've heard of like the, the different like shade bias and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Iced tea. I'm huge. I love iced tea. Yeah. And so like, if you look at my brothers and me, my, my oldest brother is dark AF. Like, and uh-huh. then I'm like, it's like the ink went out as soon as I came here. <laughs> but like, I get like, they'd be like, oh, well you were a house slave. And like, they'd say shit like that. Like mm-hmm. just because of if you're light skinned and versus dark skin. And I get mm-hmm. that people do, you know, see differently towards people with darker skin and everything like that but to me i'm black and i still get you know racist statements made at me so i don't need it to come like from within, my own race the, yeah yeah, yeah like race. can we can we not like <laughs> let's let's all get together here and like help fight the same battle here ice tea was one of my favorite interviews on howard stern and he mentions because he's i think he's is he all the way black or is he mixed ice tea yeah, he's very light. I had to think of which ice. We oh were no, he's about. mixed. He's mixed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he mixed. Said, he said he never. He said he never be- belonged anywhere. Yeah, which I makes me so sad because he's such a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, he's a horrible actor, but <laughs> very true. But he <laughs> happens a lot with like biracial babies too, because mm-hmm. like that's why we all need to have a biracial baby. Well, yeah. like you don't, you can't fully connect to any one culture because mm-hmm. there's always like halves of you. You know. Yeah. 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 Mm. God, why are humans so stupid? I don't know. We haven't figured it, it out, which is why me. we won't be saved by the aliens. We're just <laughs> the aliens that I'm out. Save us. Miracle, what would be your advice for us white bitches? Me specifically, <laughs> like, I mean, you follow me on social media. Like, do I speak? Like, if I ever speak out of school or whatever, be like, yo, bitch. But, like, do you think white people are are doing good right now? I mean, not, not like, the like the people that are, like, yeah, allies. Yeah, like, since, since the, the allies. Black Lives Matter, like, have you noticed a shift or more anti-racist activism? Or are people just, like, doing more performative? And then, like, what what is your opinion on it? I mean, for me, it's kind of hard because me personally, like I said, like, for the most part, I never had any straight aggressions towards me so to me it always seems very nice because I'm just I've been all over the world and I've never seen somebody like specifically get mad at me and say Mm -hmm. racist things to me I've seen it to other races which was crazy Mm -hmm. um but like I think it's cool to see a lot of people sticking up like I will say this on Facebook last year I loved the support I was getting from people from high school, from some of them and others. I was like, I don't know who you are, but like, like you're not mm-hmm. the same person anymore. No. Yeah. And like, I would yep. like, these would be people that were like just people I went to high school with that, you know, you're like associated with and stuff, but not my best friends. These are like mm-hmm. people I would never think would come to my defense and they would email me and be like, or like they would message me email. How old am I? <laughs> they would like message me and be like miracle. Like, I feel like, how are you doing? And I don't know what to say. Like, what should I say if somebody says this? Because I have a lot of it on my Facebook and like they were reaching out and being like, how can I help you? And I'm like, I didn't even know we were friends on Facebook. So like, mm. this is cool. <laughs> like, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> like it was awesome. But then there was the other people that like, I like my brother's friends, they're like my brother to me because 
I grew up around them. Like when I started hanging out at parties, I didn't drink till I was 21, but I've been going to parties since I was 17 and they would always watch my back and they were like, that's Frankie's little sister. Like you don't mess with her. Like they were all cool. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, some of them got real crazy on Facebook mm-hmm. and we're people saying all sorts of towns that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, racism is not left. a thing. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, racism's not a thing. Like, this is bullshit. And they were just going off. And I was like, don't ever tell me that racism isn't a thing. Because I got pulled over in Liz's yellow Mustang mm-hmm. the day after we, we like, we were, we weren't underage drinking, but we were, like, kind of having a party in her, her adopted mom's um, apartment. And one of our friends, which was my brother's friend, walked into the wrong apartment because we were in a duplex. And he walked mm. into the wrong one. And they were like, who the hell is this? person in my house Mm -hmm. and so they called the cops and said that we were partying next door right um i hadn't been drinking because again i don't i didn't drink underage um and so they were on the lookout for a yellow mustang for liz or whatever Mm -hmm. the next night i'm driving liz's car because she had been drinking and i dropped her off at hallie's house and um i get ready to leave and because liz always let me drive her car and they pull me over, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, Liz has just got the car. And I know she told me that she she just got insurance on it, but I don't know where she put it. So I'm like two blocks away. I turn around and I go back to Hallie's. Mm-hmm. And I go and I'm like, hey, Liz, like they need the stuff out of your car. Where is it at? And next thing I know, we're in front of Hallie's house. There's four cop cars with two <gasps> cops each. I'm a girl, a little teeny high school. Like I'm mm-hmm. 18. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not that big. And there's... Like, all these cops sitting outside of Hallie's house with lights on everywhere. And her mom's like, what did you do? And I was like, I didn't do anything. Like, and so Liz comes out because she, she'll blame me for this. But I was like, I didn't tell you to, to take your drunk ass outside. But so, mm-hmm. I, you could have just told me it was in the glove box. That's all you had to say. Mm-hmm. But um, she comes outside and they're, like, talking to her. And they're trying to give her an underage drinking ticket. And the cop, one cop comes up to me and he's like, do you know why I pulled you over? And I look at him and I go, you didn't even pull me over. Like, it was the other cop that followed me here. <laughs> like, what mm-hmm. are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And they were like, you better watch the attitude. And they were getting pissed off at me. And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, I ended up, like, nothing happened to me. They gave Liz a drinking ticket for two different nights. And I was like, how are you going to give her an underage drinking ticket when you didn't even see her drinking the night before? Mm-hmm. Like, that's right. bullshit. Yeah. Jesus. And it was just like. Because the cops in small towns do whatever the fuck they want. Oh, yeah. They threw me in the back of a cop car while in front of the church and Hallie's little brother, you guys, I think are in the same grade as yeah. Hayden. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love Hayden. And he's, he's so cute. <laughs> he's yelling. Yeah, he is. He's yelling my name because him and his friends were sitting on top of the church roof. Cause why not? Naturally, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's what you do. <laughs> and he's like, the cop pulls us over in front of the house and he's like, miracle. Is that you? And the cops like asking what my name is. And I was like, it's miracle. And I give him my driver's license. I'm 16 at the time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, what are you doing? Cause it's a curfew violation or whatever. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, we're stopping here. Cause this is where we're going to stay. And he's like, you don't know who lives here. And Hayden is literally yelling my name off the roof. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, again, my name is not Ashley. No offense to Ashley's out there, but there's a lot of y'all. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he gets mad at me. Um, I was driving Danette's car because she had had an episode. And so she wasn't able to drive. And she had a wheelchair that was in her trunk. And I was like, well, he's like, get out of the car. And I'm like, well, 
we got to get her wheelchair out of the car. And he's like, don't you fucking bullshit with me. And I was like, she can't walk. And so I get out of the car and she sits there. And then he's like, why isn't she getting out of the car? Bitch, I just told you. Like, she can't walk. walk. Her wheelchair is in the trunk. And so he finally lets me get it out. teenagers, bro. Yeah, over a curfew violation. (laughs) Like, neither one of us are drinking. There's no drugs. We're literally just hanging out, like, Mm -hmm. being good kids. And they put me in the back of the cop car until my mom came, came and picked me up. And I was like, this is bullshit. And then they gave me a ticket, and I had to go to youth court for it, like, uh, three judge? months later. Lyman? Uh, no, it was actually a bunch of kids from youth court. Oh, youth <laughs> I... court. I forget about youth court all the time. <laughs> I love Brittany, but uh, Brittany, I think it was Brittany. Laura? Brittany and yes. Megan. Yeah. And I walked in there, and I just, I didn't know what youth court was, because I was a good fucking kid, so why would I know that? Right. Yeah. And I walk in there, and I just started laughing. <laughs> I was like, these people are going to tell me what to do. <laughs> like, and my mom's like, Miracle, stop it. Take it seriously. And then she went and told them. She was like, she she gave them like this huge sob story and got me off. And I didn't have to do any like yeah, volunteer work or anything. And I was like, thank you, mom. Because <laughs> she thought it was bullshit too. So, mm-hmm. But it was just dumb. I got pulled over 17 times the first year I had a driver's license. Oh, my God. It was a good time. All for curfew. Uh, so for what? How about, driving how about that racism? What? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Literally. You know how everybody sits in Albertson's parking lot, which yeah. is no yeah. longer there, but we still call it that. <laughs> yeah. And we're sitting there. Everybody sits in Albertson's parking lot and then they dip out and they go in the mountains and they party underage all the time. Yeah. Except yeah. for us. We would just cruise Maine until our parents told us we had to come home. And that's what mm-hmm. we would do. Uh, and I'm like, that? so you're going to sit here. Oh, go ahead. And not arrest those like, guys that you know yeah, are no. up there. Yeah. yeah. One time in Penguin, I got pulled over. They were going to give me a curfew ticket. It was New Year's Eve. They pulled uh, the same night. They pulled the kid over, and he said, "I've been drinking and I'm driving." And he was 17. And they're like, "Okay, go home." Yeah, it's. I was like, "What the hell, dude? Like, you literally know that these people are going out and drinking and everything, mm-hmm. and you're gonna follow the easy target? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense." So, it was what bullshit. Dicks. Uh, yeah. Dicks. They. Uh, we went home one night. We were staying at Danette's, and her dad was pissed because. Our parents thought the same way, which is I'm the parent. I pay their bills. And if I tell them to come home at this time and they make it home at this time, it's fine. I know what they're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we get back to Danette's because we're all staying there. And her dad's mad because we just got pulled over by the cops again on Fourth West. And he's like, this is bullshit. And so he's like, get back in the car. And he takes us. So she lives over by Rotary Park. And he wants us to go all the way over to like fly, Flying K or whatever on the Flying way out K. to Glenwood. <laughs> What is the one oh, no. by uh, top or Circle K? Oh, top yeah, Top Stop. Top Stop. Yeah, it was, yeah it one was, of those. It was a Circle C back then. <laughs> yeah, Circle Circle Letter. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the only one so, of its kind. Circle K is a thing. No, it wasn't a Circle right. K people. We did not have that kind of shit. I didn't even know what a Slurpee was until I moved out of town. <laughs> so we're driving, and he tells us to take Main Street. So we go on Main Street. The cops are still sitting in the freaking Albertsons parking lot. Nobody's there. <laughs> And we're watching and we're like, okay. And I'm driving. He's sitting next to me. Danette and Stephanie are in the back seat. And I think Liz was in the middle seat too in the back. And so we're driving and um, we look and the cops are just sitting there like, okay, I've never seen a cop car move so fast. All of a sudden we're like three blocks away and bam, that cop car is behind me. And I was like, oh shit. So I pull over and they walk up and go straight to Stephanie's door behind me, open it 
grab her and <gasps> Danette's dad turns around and goes can I help you officer and that guy's face was like the fuck like he was <laughs> in shock and he's like this is bullshit <laughs> and we were like you can't just reach in and take girls out of the car like no, what are you so doing scary. that is so yeah. scary you, which cop was it do you remember oh I can't remember there was one cop that pulled us over all the time but he liked us he was real nice he was cool yeah some was of the cops cute? I mean the cop was yeah was he cute <laughs> I don't think so. I think it was <laughs> Officer Brown. And I remember Golden was pretty cool, too. He yeah, liked Golden was pretty cool, dude. That was the dare remember. officer yeah, of, of South Severe. Of South Severe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, Golden Obrey, man. You're you a real one. <laughs> yeah, I remember him. <laughs> he always had my brother's back, so he was a good guy. Not all cops are bad, because one of them is Golden Obrey. <laughs> well, this is, exactly. This is, why, this is why the cop situation pisses me off so bad, is because we have these horrible ridiculous scenarios like the ones you just described and then we have ones where we're like yo that cop was wait they changed my life yeah that's why it sucks get rid of the bad ones for sure like i don't know it's crazy but like my brother's been pepper sprayed by a cop for no reason he got taken out of his house and then given a a public intoxication because um one of the pro the like ritual royalty if you will she her her family her family owns one of the companies in richfield type it i'm typing it i'm typing it and and my brother was dating her and she came over to our house and was like pitching a fit and being all outrageous and shit and the neighbors upstairs because they always called the cops called the cops and so they show up and my mom's like she needs to go. She won't leave. She's acting a fool. And the cops ask my brother to step outside to talk to him, and they arrest him and say that he's publicly intoxicated. Uh. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, you took he's him not. outside yeah. and then called him publicly intoxicated yeah. on his own property. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? So, yeah. Good times. But yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. pissed me off is, like, watching all these people from Richfield saying that racism doesn't happen mm-hmm. and that it doesn't occur anymore. And we were always good to you. your family. You're like my best friends and your brother's like my, my brother and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, don't yeah. use us as your token black guys. Like yeah, I told them that. that this experience is universal because obviously well, no, it's not. This is obviously, and it's also, you, you have, you experienced racism, but yes, we, I do feel like there was like a uniqueness there where people weren't as bad. You told me before that people were like, weren't, as bad but like there is that underlining shit but there it's mm-hmm. way bad it's people are getting like fucking lynched still mm-hmm. oh yeah like are you serious well, yeah. racism There's... doesn't exist seriously so we just had the um gabby petito case here where yeah. she's this missing woman who's blonde hair blue eyed like obviously it's important that she gets found like we're not mm-hmm. saying that white people shouldn't be found but there are several missing no, murder it's like in the triple, um, triple digits miss, of the Native American yeah, women. Um, oh, yeah. Native American for women. For sure. And also, there's that guy who's been missing for, like, a month. from, And mm-hmm. his, his Jeep was found rolled over. And it was tried to start several times. Like, there's so much foul play. He's a black man. And he's, yeah. like, in, in Arizona. Nobody gives a fuck. He wasn't rich enough to quit his job and become a travel blogger. Right? Which is, like... <laughs> So you can't just say that there's like there's no racism. I get what you're saying, Miracle, because like I have beef I have unfriended people in my life because they wouldn't post anything about Black Lives Matter. But Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden they show up for the um Save Our Children Operation Underground Railroad shit, which has proven to be bullshit. 
Yeah. And still they're like, just like, well, we are taking a stand for something we believe in. Well, obviously you are racist then because you won't take a stand for, for black people. And it's a real problem. Yeah. So like, I asked my husband if I could tell this story. Um, I got his permission. But <laughs> so my husband's dad is about to be 82. So my husband's he's the same age racist. as me. <laughs> so, yeah, he's really old. And this is when I used to the only time in Richfield that I'd ever really get nervous about racism is when people would take me to meet their grandparents because mm-hmm. I know it's a different time. Mm-hmm. And well, he's the same age as most of our friends, grandparents. And Chris would tell me that when they were younger, they got in trouble for going to play with like the little black girl down the street that mm-hmm. his dad would be like, you can't play with them. And his mom would be like, oh, no. They can play with whoever they want to play with. Like, you don't tell them that, right? Yeah, yeah. Fast forward to now how um, there's only Chris and his sister, and they're both married to black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Chris has a little niece who's who's biracial, and his dad is so nice to all of us, like, loves me to death. Like, literally, they, like, sit me with him all the time because he just gabs my ear off, and we talk about military and all sorts of stuff. And, like, he is the sweetest man now. But when he was younger, when he, the way he was raised, mm-hmm. he was very racist. And so I'm like, don't tell me that race. New tricks, or, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, don't tell me that racism didn't happen because even my husband grew up with people being mm-hmm. racist in his family. But thankfully his sister was like a rebellious child and didn't care and just did what she wanted to do. And she put the groundwork in for me. So then when I got there, everything was honky dory. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, yay. But like, did you just say honky dory? I did. I have, <laughs> very, <laughs> I have very old language. I'm I sorry. Mean, no, I'm pretty sure it's honky dory. <laughs> oh, it's honky. <laughs> you were <racist>. honky. <laughs> Since we're on the subject. <laughs> I thought it was like a reference to honky tonk and hunky dory. So I was like, yeah, honky dory. I've always said hunky well, dory. And I'm I also... always open for a way, a reason to say honky. I love that word. I think it's so funny. I listened to Seal the other day because it was oh, on the I radio. I love Seal. What song? And I was like, it was Kiss. It was the, the Seal one. Kiss from the a gray. Touch. With the rose on yeah. the gray. And you were like, the gray sucks. I was like listening in my car, like all as close to the to the speakers as I could get, and I was like, "No, it has to be grave. It's grave." <laughs> yes, like, it's not. You the guys, great I'm sorry to debate. tell you, that's the first album I ever bought. Sorry, my husband knows all the words to that song, and he's not like a music person. And Dude, I'm that like, whole that's album's great. I was like, okay, that's like a whole mm-hmm. scene in the Millers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on. It's on Batman Forever, man. Yeah, it is. Um. So do you feel like when people do make an effort to recognize their internal racism and make an effort, that's like, like, that's the, that's the grandpa, right? Like, yeah, people do deserve credit for that. I do appreciate that. Like, I get that people make mistakes and like, it was a different time and whatever, but learn from it. Don't sit there and defend it. Like, don't defend your actions and be like, okay, like, just say, okay, yeah, what I did back then. I will never do that again. And that's why I get mad when like this cancel culture business is like, like you were saying, what's his name did blackface. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but he did blackface in a movie with other black people. In which the, means... In the seventies. Yeah. Like it was, a de- yeah. my, my dad has a picture of him in blackface in his seventies yearbook. It wasn't, yeah. it was, it's not appropriate, but it was a completely it's... different time. Have we seen blazing saddles? Like, hello. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> like... I fucking love that movie. <laughs> 
That's Hello. what I grew up with. <laughs> yeah. But like they tried to get me to watch it one time when I was deployed and I was like, I don't think it's the time or place to watch this in the office. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's I will like watch this, it at home, but not in the like office. This, <laughs> like, this rule that's like, um, things that are like 10 years and older are not going to age well. And I usually have to be like, mm, that didn't age well. I or actually like, yeah. like, honestly, I feel like Blazing Saddles. I remember watching it when I was a kid and being like, all these white honky idiots I identify with because this is who I live around. And I'm like, honky. and I don't want to be like that. Like how they trick them with the town. That's the yeah. funniest thing. Because it's like, like yep, yeah, you could do that. You could do that with half people I grew up with. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's insane. Oh, that's the other thing. Like, this, like, I love Richfield. Richfield will always be my home. Mm-hmm. But last year, after seeing all the crazy stuff on Facebook, and then, like, I miss Richfield so much that, like, I have, like, their their Richfield rant and rave site mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. all this other stuff. And like my friend would send me things and be like, look what they're posting on here. <laughs> and that shit got crazy last year where the owners of the hot springs were making the black lives matter yes. flags. Uh-huh. And then everybody was getting mad about the 24th of July and being like, Oh, they're in our town. The black lives matter. You better get ready. And everybody's like, I got my gun. And I'm like, yeah, what, what the fuck dude? Like yeah. I, I wanted to come home cause I love the 24th and the 4th of July. There's no other thing like that in Richfield. You like, that's Richfield where you gotta be. I love the fucking fourth man. It's the exactly. Rule. <laughs> that's what it is. And like, I was scared. I was like, that's not my home anymore because like, mm-hmm. It's changed so much since we moved out because I think the last time my mom lived there was in 2009 or something. Uh And like, I'm just like, I'm afraid to actually go back there because I don't know these new people that have moved in that don't know who I am. Mm -hmm. Like, because I'm somebody. I don't know if you know who I am. But like, (laughs) I used to be famous around here. (laughs) Right? Like, hello. Token black girl, hello. (laughs) You better open up the stores. Like, I was so worried about going back because it just, it was insane to see so many people. And then um, somebody was telling me that they went to the 24th of July and people had guns on their hips. And I was like, are we serious right now? Like, yes, they're dead ass serious. Pussies, they're such pussies, so they would never use it. Like, a gun on the hip doesn't bother me ever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know. It's just from, a symbol we, of we aggression, though. But it, it is, it is like an aggression, th- aggression thing. Um, but they're just so fucking ignorant and stupid. But the thing that bothers, oh, yeah. the, the thing that bothers me the most is I really feel like these people would give any one of us the shirts off their back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why it's so frustrating to me. And like. I was explaining this to someone the other day. I'm like, these are the people that taught me how to be kind. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they've suddenly forgotten what that means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. What the hell is this? And like, I, at the beginning of black lives matter. Cause I hate the wording. I just hate it mm-hmm. <laughs> from like a marketing standpoint. <laughs> and I was like, I hate it. It's not a good slogan. It sucks. And I was talking to my brother about it. And he's like, I'm like, cause I was like, don't all lives matter. And he's like, Bobby, all your limbs matter. One of them, <laughs> one of them's, has the bone sticking out of it which one are you gonna address <laughs> and i was like okay i'm on board now <laughs> you didn't oh well yeah like yeah. i i'm not for the the organization necessarily but like the concept well, i'm 110 absolutely for oh yeah. yeah and like i have to explain that to people and i'm like there's a difference between the organization mm-hmm. and there and like the fact that you guys need to realize that black lives matter my yes like my brother had an incident a like last year and I was terrified my mom didn't know what to do and I she's like should I call the cops and I was like I don't know like I don't want you to call the cops because the you have to it's my brother makes me so sad it makes me so yeah, sad. yeah and I was like in tears and we're sitting here like trying to figure out how to get him help 
but we're afraid to call the cops because mm-hmm. we don't know what they're going to do to him. Yep. And that shouldn't similar. be that way. Mm-mm. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Well, but... I mean, no matter what color you are, a cop shouldn't be pulling a teenage girl out of a car. Like, no, not uh, at all. Like, that's an abuse of power. The mm-hmm. fact that you're like, I can't call because my brother might die if I do. Yeah. That's obviously a huge abuse of power. Well, cases are happening, oh, yeah. like, all the time. It's mm-hmm. consistently happening. And that's the thing about, like, the slavery thing that we were going back to. Like, sure, shitty things happened. But white people tend to be like, well, those are my ancestors. No, it's happening today. It well, yeah, but, like, haven't you seen that yesterday. thing that said, you, uh, the, the way that I had it explained and. I'm not expl- I'm not mansplaining to Miracle. I'm mansplaining to our audience, um, <laughs> <laughs> where it's like, okay, you're all for handicapped people, but you own a building that the person before it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Aren't you mm-hmm. do everything in your power to make a handicap accessible? You know, like, yep. okay, yep. cool. Yeah. So the build the person before you didn't believe in it. You do. What are you gonna do? Yeah, keep but, the building though how it is? Why would you do but that? But Morgan Freeman says we need to stop being racist by stop seeing race. You know what I mean? Right. Like. White white people are gonna still be sharing that video. I I saw that video and back in like two thousand and five, and I was like, okay, like that sounds. I mean, that's a black person telling me how to get rid of racism is to stop. Yeah, but stop how do we get there? On it. But it's the wrong <laughs> method, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not. You have to like like in therapy. If you have a trigger, you have to go in and dig yeah. out the root and then heal it from the inside out. You can't just be like, well, slap some and glaze over it. Yeah, just like it doesn't work that way. Yeah, but being a black yeah. person shouldn't be a trigger. Yeah, no, I'm not saying know? that. I'm saying no, like I know, in I know, therapy. but like that's that's like he, like I'm I'm sure Morgan Freeman's had his fair share of horrifying experiences as a black man growing up. He's like what eighty? Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure his life wasn't the best. <laughs> right. I'm sure even as but the he guy, is in a different position than most black people in America. That's true. But mm-hmm. I think I think it is a, I think it in a way in, in a thought it is a beautiful thing where it's like oh I don't see race, but it's also like it, I think it's cool to embrace who you are. I'm not saying mm-hmm. like white power. That's not what I'm saying for Christ's sake. <laughs> but like I think it's cool that Miracle's black. I think it's cool that I can learn things about you about your culture and stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to learn. Same thing with a Greek person. Same thing with Lisa and her Mexican heritage. Like. Yeah. Same thing with my white pioneer Mormon shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, we went to Lisa's quinceanera. Uh-huh. I believe that. Yeah. I always get mixed up which one's which. But we went to... <laughs> and that was the funnest time. Like, I literally still have the picture downstairs on my... Next to my TV. Like, that was so cool to be a part of that. Because mm-hmm. she's different than us. But, this like, we're the same. But she does different things than us, you know? Yeah, and it's cool to, like, and, experience that shit. I love experiencing yeah. things like that. It's awesome. Like, I lived in Korea. That's where I met my husband. And that shit was cool. I didn't appreciate the food because I'm super picky. But, <laughs> like, the other stuff is really cool. Chicken strips, please. Chicken strips with rice <laughs> sauce. You don't have that here. Do you have any ranch? I actually started, I I actually started eating Thai food while I was over there. I don't know why. I hate <laughs> Thai food. What? I love Thai food. I hate it. Miracle and I will be friends on that for sure. Okay, we'll have fun, y'all. <laughs> we will. It's a delicious I'm glad time. I'm off the hook. <laughs> But like I like I get where people say like I don't see color because it's when I go up to somebody I'm not like oh like oh this person's white this person's yeah. Hispanic whatever like I get that but at the same time I also understand that this like if they say something to me I'm gonna understand a little bit more why they said it because of their culture yes. you know and so it's like yeah yes. I don't enter every conversation being like race 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 but right. when it comes up I understand it right. and that's what people need to get but I don't I but mean, I also but I also feel like because um. 
like if the three of us were standing like 10 feet away from someone and they're like oh there's miracle and they're like which one's miracle <laughs> what would what if they did i mean it's annoying if they would I will... say the black chick right yes so that's my ex-husband <laughs> literally life story um we met at warp tour mm-hmm. um he was no this is my first, oh, your first. Husband. Okay. my practice husband <laughs> um <laughs> he, sometimes people need practice yeah, um <laughs> we met at warp tour up in salt lake and which he hates me telling people and i was like okay whatever <laughs> and is he, is he so cool He's so cool. He's but, so uh, cool. <laughs> he was trying to describe her or describe me to Liz because he was with Liz and them. And uh, he was like, yeah, you're your your friend that like she's the thinner one. And Liz is like, I don't know who you're talking about. And, like he she he kept giving her oh, different yeah. descriptions. And she's yeah. like, what are you talking about? And then <laughs> she's like, are you talking about the black one? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> like it's just. <sighs> Easier to say that. Like, yeah, I was, yes, I, mean, I would not be offended to be like the fat one. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, like, same. It's like the fat blonde bitch over there. That's her. Oh, hey. But like I was standing with my two of my white friends, two of my white male friends, and there was a band. We were watching a band, and he was talking about like something that the, the only black guy was mm-hmm. wearing. He was like, I love his tie. And I think they were all wearing ties. And I'm like, which one? <laughs> like, oh, no. We were watching uh, – we were, who's who's the guy that's not Shaq or um, Dennis Rodman? No, who's not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we went two completely different directions with that. You guys stayed black though. I'm proud of you. Uh, Always. Who's, uh, who's, he's not Charles Barkley, and he's not uh, Shaq on this the NBA thing. There's a white LeBron guy and a James? black guy. No, they're oh. they're all announcers for the NBA. Oh, show. I don't know. Oh, and no, we were talking about that. his tie, and I was like, "Which one?" And he went <laughs> so far into detail. I'm like, "The black one." <laughs> like, it's like that's it's the color. Like, like, what are you? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, like, back in the '90s and 2000s, you couldn't say that because then you'd be like, "Oh, that's racist." It was African American. Like, yeah, my grandma did say that the other day. She called. She said colored. She's like the coloreds. I was like, grandma. Yeah, black. She's like, they language. change it all the time. And I'm like, well, does, how hard is that for you to learn what the new one right. is? <laughs> I had this uh, meme. We have meetings and we're like, what should we be this year? <laughs> I had this meme come across my page that was like, I'm 72 years old. I was born XYZ. I'm a white man. I'm a size hetero man. Uh, this is my hardware, but my software has been updated all the time. And if my that. software can be updated, so can you. Like, right? Well, I tell the story too. Uh, my mom's neighbor, he's like a seventy-year-old guy, and he did he does SVU stuff for chips. He worked for the Highway Patrol in California, and he was a te- detective. And he's like, I can't, I don't like gay people because I've seen too many crime scenes. And I'm like, what? Because like of like a guy molesting a boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And I was like, so, so that's not gay. I'm like, so yeah, I was about to say that's not homosexual. And I'm like, uh, well, I was like, and I'm like, there's not any quote unquote straight ones or. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I never thought about it like that. I'm like, are you happy with the straight ones? <laughs> the quote unquote straight ones. He's like, I'm like, or are they all fucking disgusting and have nothing to do with actual sexual orientation? Right. And he's like, okay, Ugh. okay, okay. Like he was like, you're right. He's like, yep. You just changed my mind. I was like, fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> like, uh, one of the people that I very much love because he's my, one of my really good friends is little brother. So he's like a little brother to me. 
And um, don't worry, I'm typing. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. We were all waiting. I don't know if you guys know him, but let's see. Oh, my gosh. I can't type. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. He owes me $5, he posted- actually. Yeah, actually, well, I, talked to, I talked to my therapist about my crush with him, and that's how I knew my mom knew everything that was going on in that room. Oh. Ooh, yeah. The way, the way he, everything's connected. Yeah. I've known him since we were at South Severe because I was yes, good friends with his to brother to then. Yeah. yeah, and then his brother came to our school, and him and I were, like, best friends, and he dated my friend and everything else. And so, like, we're super close. So much so that his mom came to my house and was like, he should be marrying you. And I was like, it's good. I don't want to. But, <laughs> it's okay. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't ask for this. Uh, um, so his brother uh, was like missing one day and there was like all this drama. And the father-in-law comes to the house with, this is hard to say without names. Uh <laughs> So my friend will call him Steve. That's not his real name at all. <laughs> so, so Steve, uh, he's acting a fool and his soon to be father-in-law comes to the house and is acting a fool, pushes uh, his mom. And I was like, we don't do that shit. Like I mm-hmm. didn't say anything, but she came and picked me up so we could handle this. And mm-hmm. I've been standing back, but you laid hands on her and we don't do that. Mm-hmm. So he proceeds to call me all sorts of names, tell me I'm a slut that I've been trying to sleep with all of my Steve's friends and all this other crap. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, because girls I can't have had... boys. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and we've never ever, we've been friends for almost 30 something years and we've never done anything like that. So yeah. it can happen. It can't, he I, may I have wanted to, like but <laughs> yeah. But um, so then he we go to another spot. I'm trying to not tell the entire story, but yeah, because it's long. But we go to another spot. His little brother shows up and the father in law yells at me some more, calls me the N word. And my best friend stands there and doesn't do anything. No. And his little brother got up in that guy's face and was like, you don't fucking do that. You don't talk to her like that. And I was like, yes. I'm like, you're not even. He doesn't owe me $5 anymore. I I still have a crush on him now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, I will forever be thankful for that. But here's the part where he might owe you $5. Okay. okay. (laughs) The other day he he posted on the Facebook that. Oh, God. Here comes. it was a meme of this guy saying that his daughter went into the bathroom and a guy that identified as a female went in there and tried to molest her and the dad punched him in the face and said he identified as the tooth fairy. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like I was pissed (sighs) because I was like, there was when I lived in England. Let me tell you something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There was a guy in England that used to go into the bathroom at a mall in Manchester and was molesting little boys. Yeah. I was like, he identified as a fucking male, and he went to a male bathroom, yes. and he did that shit. Right. Like, predators it doesn't predators. matter. It doesn't matter how they dress yeah. up. And let me tell you something. Someone's not going to get their dick lopped off so they can molest your kid, okay? Exactly. Like, grow <laughs> like, the fuck on. up. Like, it just, I was like, I love you for what you did, but, like, man, I need you to change your views. <laughs> like, so yeah. I just don't and even he, read the he shit he posts an, anymore. He is an advocate for, like... A lot of things. A lot of things, because I know that his children are differently abled, and mm-hmm. so it's like... Oh man, your one fall. 
I know. Like, so I just don't, if you post things politically, I won't look at it because most people will get the delete button. But because I'm like, I know, I know you have a good heart in there. Well, that's <laughs> so why social like, media is so dangerous, right? Because it's like you put on these like weird thoughts when you're either like in a certain mood or you're pissed or whatever. And then mm-hmm. it's, when was the last time you talked to him face to face? It's been years, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you don't know who he is. You know who his yeah. Facebook persona is. Yeah. And that's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. But people like, will show sucks. you their true colors eventually. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Plus, people are just getting so out of touch, too. I think social media has made us way less social, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I know I'm the first person to say that. Uh... <laughs> 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 All right. This has been two hours, man. Yeah. Do you have, yeah. a, do you have, a, do you have anything you want to tell us? Final thoughts? I did because we did not touch on this at all. Okay, okay. cool. But I mean, we're Mormon, here. We might as well. No, I mean, it I, was no. We can we can go as long as you want. I'm just saying. Oh no, I it's just it was one of the things that I realized that because you asked me if it was harder to be Mormon or black, mm-hmm. and it was definitely harder to be Mormon. I can do this really quickly. Um, <laughs> it was harder to be Mormon for like examples, like when I was 12 and one of my friend's moms was taking us to gymnastics and explained to me that because I wasn't Mormon, right? I was going to go to hell. Oh. And I was like, why would you tell a 12 year old that? Like, mm-hmm. she's like, you're going to hell because you're not the right. You were 12, man. <laughs> yeah. And like, I was like, well, that's cool. And then um, also graduation. That was fun. Um, Hallie's not Mormon. She right. She's is the same religion. Yeah, she's the same as me. We go to the same church. We're best friends. Have been since kindergarten. And they were like, "We're gonna throw Hallie a going away party." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And they're like, "But we we don't want to invite you guys." And I was like, "What? Why are you telling me then?" And they're like, "Well, because some of the other people are upset because you guys aren't Mormon." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Hallie's not Mormon." And they're like. <laughs> Yeah, but we'll make an exception for her. And I was like, what if she's hell? our, I'm like, if she's our best friend and we hang out with her religiously, don't you think she does similar things that we do? So why would you think that it'd be okay to invite her or like to have a party for her and not invite her closest friends? Right. Like we have things in common. That's why we're friends, stupid. And I was like, that's bullshit. Hallie wasn't going to go anyways because she's cool like that. But yeah, yeah. she's like, Mm-mm-mm. but this was an adult person saying this to you. No, this was so, this was one of the people in high school that was like a band member or somebody that knew Hallie from like outside of our group. Yeah, mm. I honestly like, wonder. I wonder if party. there was like yeah, a cause... motherly influence on that one. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know but their names? Uh, the one that told me was <laughs> that's not how you spell words. I'm gonna. Oh, um, interesting. That, that actually, doesn't surprise me. He annoyed the crap out of me. Interesting. Like, he was very he's... holier than thou, and I was like, dude, you definitely had sex with an animal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still friends with him. Like, he's gotten nicer over the years. Yeah. But, like... I would say, like, I I love talking to him nowadays, too. And I think he had shitty situations going on at home, for sure. But Oh, for sure. But back then, that's what he told us. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, this yeah. is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Right. And, like, yeah. But I would say it was harder to be non-Mormon. Non-Mormon than... Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, Hallie did not make it into one voice because she was not Mormon. And that is exactly. A and she has like a say. killer voice, right? She's yeah. Got she better voice than like half the girls that made it. And better I don't know too. if this is true, but to me, it makes me like knowing Hallie. She has not been like able. She doesn't like to sing in front of people now. And I think it has something to do with that. Uh, I think she, that they was, really. I think she left Morris crying. Was in charge of that? No, no. Okay, good. Because I was like, that doesn't seem like her. It must have been like parental pressure again. It was Barnett and Bird, and yeah, it was the Mormon thing. She, she, yeah, yeah. Barnett's 
you know, R.I.P. She died yeah. on her mission, dude. Is that nuts? Did yeah, you she hear was that in, story? She was in New Zealand. It was crazy. Zealand, who died on whose mission? Okay, Dr. Barnett and his wife were on a mission, and they had two of no. their friends there visiting them. Mm-hmm. They oh, got is that wreck. why they were there? They got I know a car. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone died except for Dr. Barnett. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that he was on his mission when that happened. Wasn't he? I, I don't thought know. they were I, on vacation. I just, well, maybe they were on vacation. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they were on vacation. Yeah, he made Either a, way, it's he a made shitty a turn situation. And they got in a car accident. Yeah, and it was killed. his fault. Poor thing. Yeah. The, the, I know. That's such I, a... Yeah. He did wonders for my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's really sucky that, like... I mean, I mean, I'm I'm glad that it was just religious and not because that that can be fixed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like we just barely scratched the surface, and we want to have you on again. But yeah, can you come on again? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you be our token uh, black guest. Um... Oh my god! <laughs> I'm used to it at this point. <laughs> I'll send you more paintings. Oh, I could tell you about I could tell you about all the lame like ways guys used to hit on me in Utah. That was fun. I would love that. Well, we'll have you on for the dating episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll have you. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, um, do you have anything else to add for now? I swear this is the last thing. Cause I meant to tell you, Bobby, okay. I really appreciated you saying this is going to be a trigger by the way, okay. um, about abortions and stuff, but you, let's, I let's talk really, about that a little. I didn't want to bring it up by myself. I wanted you to bring it up. So, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> well, we were it. talking about something, and I was like, oh, I got to bring that up too. But the other day, you mentioned that you thought you were going through a miscarriage, and you were like, it's okay, and you're like, I'm fine. I didn't want a baby anyways. You're the only other person that has like said that that I've like known personally. I thought because... I was gonna get some heat on that one, honestly. But I was like, it's how I feel. So it's like yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry for the people who have like terrible miscarriages, but I'm so grateful grateful to see that chunky bloody mess coming out of me. <laughs> like honestly, so like I don't want kids. I've been married to two two guys that didn't want kids. Like my mom has known for forever she probably ain't getting no grandkids from this one. Uh-huh. And like she can get all the weddings from me and the brothers do the grandkids. <laughs> like we have this plan. Yeah, this and, is like, like a split decision. <laughs> Yeah, it's the one thing we can agree on. Teamwork makes but, the dream work, man. <laughs> but like, I've been on birth control since I was 19, mm-hmm. and I won't when do you're it, in it's the, bad for you. Yeah, it's really. I have like cysts and shit on my ovaries. Mm-hmm. But um, in the military, when you go to a different base, you have to go back in and like obviously go to the doctor, and then like they'll give you your prescriptions or whatever. Well, I just moved to Virginia, and I hadn't gone to the doctor yet, and I guess I was over on my birth control. And I wasn't thinking, you know, I'm like, hey, I love my husband and we didn't get to spend a lot of time together anyway. So we had sex. Yeah. That's what married people do. How dare you? It's just what humans do. Yeah. And uh, and I went to go get my birth control and I went to the doctor and then they call me and they're like, hey, don't take your birth control. And I was like, what? And she was like, you're pregnant. And she was like, congratulations. And she was all like, excited. Fuck, my career. Yeah. This marriage. I, I like. <laughs> started crying. Like, cause this was with my forever husband, but we don't want kids. Right. And oh, I boy. literally just started crying and he turns cause he was like playing video games and he turns and he looks at me and he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, they said I'm pregnant. And I was crying. Like they just told me I had like some terminal yeah, like illness. You're cancer. Cause it, yeah. feels, it honestly feels that way. Like me having a baby would be a life ending situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was about to start school. I just moved to a new place. I had all these plans. I was like, yeah, I'm getting out. I want to work for the CIA one day, which yeah, I don't want to yeah. work for the CIA. Uh-huh. I don't work for them. So don't come for me. <laughs> 
<laughs> NSA, stop listening. But I have like, one, more, one friend that works for the CIA, and I want to talk about him so bad, but I never do. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I I just was so sad. So we started looking into um into the Planned Parenthood, and we made an appointment. Um, they put you and through we the ringer, there. don't they? Did they put you through the ringer at Planned Parenthood? Yeah. Like, did you have to watch the movie and shit? Oh no! I oh, just that's went like, in that there must and be a Utah, That must be a Utah thing. Like the Probably. only way they ha- let them have it is you have to watch like this movie and like you have to wait seventy two hours and all this shit. Oh yeah, no! I just went in there and they they did an ultrasound, and because um, you can't get one in the Air Force, they won't pay for an abortion in the uh-huh. Air Force. Mm. So I had to go to Planned Parenthood, and um, they did the ultrasound, and then and I was kind of nervous because I was like, well, if I hear the heartbeat, that might change my mind. Right. You know, like I don't know, and there was no heartbeat. And so she's like, well, you know, you're like six weeks. So, you know, it's okay, whatever. And then she calls me a little bit later and she was like, my levels were low. And she's like, I think you're going to have a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And I was okay with that. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. like thank you. Because yeah, I was like, and I tell people, I don't tell all these people. I've only told a few people, but um, to me, I look at it as like, I told you, I believe in God. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I think God was really testing me and being like, does she really not want a kid? Like, let's see. Mm. Let's make her pregnant. Mm-hmm. See how she responds. Okay, she didn't like it. <laughs> he was like, I'll, I'll handle it for you. Don't worry. You oh, don't got to do it. And really so that's cool. how I think of it. Cause, and then, like, as I'm going through it and I'm having, like, the actual miscarriage and stuff, I'm downstairs. And I just started crying. Mm. And Chris was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I feel bad for not feeling bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, like I know there's... To. Yeah, and I'm like, I know there's so many women that want to have kids and they can't and stuff like that. And I'm over here excited that I can't have one. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a terrible human being, you know, like well, there's you, women you out listen, there. You listen, you listen to Jordan's story and it's like they spent so much time, energy, money, and I can just get mm-hmm. knocked up because I had sex once this in the last six months. Are you shitting me? Yeah. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. And it is it is very taboo to say, like I knew as I was saying, it, I'm like, I'm going to be in trouble for this. But I do think no, it, and that's why I left it in too. I was just like, no, oh, this is an important no, thing. No, I'm, I'm glad, glad you left it because it's, it's the way yeah. that I feel. And um, yeah, like I do think you're right. Like a lot of women feel that way, and we really can't, we can't, we we can't talk about it. Yeah, people get mad because they're like, well, I can't have a kid or this person, and I'm like, I'm sorry for you. And yeah. if I could give you my you uterus, I would give it I to give you. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want them. I'm sorry. Like that's just how it is. So. And I think that's you know, we talk about our trauma all the time. I wish our moms would have given as much thought as you and I have given it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, my mom didn't get a thought. That's why my name is Miracle. <laughs> she w- her tubes were tied, and she got pregnant with me. That happened to wow. uh, Mad- Madison Utley. That's she was uh, her mom's tubes were tied, and she- or she was going in to get her tubes tied, and she found out she was pregnant with Maddie. Happened yeah, to so many my babies. Mom- they told my mom that when she had my brother, she was a hundred pounds while she was pregnant mm-hmm. and they, and he was premature by like two months. And they told her if she had another kid that she would probably die or the baby would die. So mm-hmm. she should get her tubes cut, burnt and tied. And so she did. And then four years later, she thought she had the flu and they were like, nah, you're pregnant. And she was like, <gasps> that's funny. And they're like, no, you're for real pregnant. Whoa. And so they kept her in the hospital the last two months of the pregnancy. And oh we were okay. Were you, were you, you are a miracle. You are a miracle. Were you that's why they then? called me. They. Yeah, they kept asking, how's the miracle baby? And so that's what they named it. That's why your name's not Ashley, that's for sure. That's why. Exactly. So, okay, so <laughs> they is thought it, about is it. it. Miracle Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
cool. Miracle Britney. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been Ashley Britney. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, thank you for saying that. I do appreciate it. I appreciate uh, all the support you give us, honestly. You're badass. Because, yeah. like, honestly, you're one of the cooler people I know I've met in my life. And Aww. the fact that you think that I'm cool makes me feel cool and you know that I love that <laughs> I'm gonna tell my husband <laughs> when you're like is a gamer headset okay I'm like this fucking nerd <laughs> all right oh, we got anything else no I swear I'm good though miracle we will have <laughs> so you back much. on because we loved having you yes it was fun it was not as nerve-wracking as I thought it was gonna be yeah it's just, so. it's just yeah. talk with some girlfriends you know yeah all right well we say these things in the name, in of, the Jesus name of Jesus Christ. Christ. Amen. Is This the Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.